Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of study and prayer for today, which is February 18th. Pardon the mess behind me. We are in the midst of a move, but I wanted to make sure I got this out to you today. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. For this reason, I kneel before our Father. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne this day, your throne of grace and of mercy, that we may obtain mercy and find grace that helps in our time of need. Father, someone somewhere needs to hear this this day. And I pray that, that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide our paths to the cross so they may hear this message this day, that it inspire them, touch their heart, and that they would receive Jesus as their Savior and receive their needs as being met today. All in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Today I want to talk about casting your cares upon the Lord. When I started out in ministry, I was part of an independent Baptist church, and we were part of the Central Texas Independent Baptist Association of Churches. I used to preach in our church at least once a month, but We'd hold monthly conventions where all the preachers would gather and hold a couple hours of sermon teachings and prayer time. And I would be invited to go speak at other churches and hold revivals, etc. I was an evangelist and I thought I knew about a lot about the Lord and the Bible. That would have been about 1995 or so. But then something happened. I was exposed to the Pentecostal way of worshiping the Lord. Now, I had been baptized with the Holy Spirit the night I was born again, January 25th, 1992, at 11.35 p.m. at a little empty apartment in Columbus, Georgia. Now, I can take you right straight back to that apartment today. But I had spoken and praised God in tongues. I knew what it was. I knew how powerful it was. I knew how real it was. But the independent Baptists, they don't do that. And I was trying to fit in, so I didn't do it after that either. In those days, if you were one of them tongue-talking preachers, you were booted out of the fellowship. But the longer I stayed in that group and compared the results they were seeing and praying for compared to what I was seeing amongst those that did believe in speaking in tongues, I couldn't believe the differences. It was almost like night and day. Then the opportunity came through a person I was associated with in my secular business to meet Dr. Bernard Johnson. He's known as the world's greatest gospel saxophonist. He was really, really popular at that time, especially in the Church of God in Christ circles. Well, through the process of meeting him, talking with him, even helping out at a few of his concerts and getting to know him a bit on a personal level, he offered me an opportunity to have my first real paid ministry job by helping him organize and promote his concerts. Now, I mentioned this to our little group, trying to get them to come on out to a soul-winning concert that would be in the area. After all, that's all they talked about was winning souls for the kingdom. Well, don't you know, that very night, they shunned me. Nobody would talk with me. Nobody would sit with me at the same table in the fellowship hall. When I left that building, I asked God, God, why? They don't want anything to do with me just because I want to win souls for the kingdom. And the Spirit of God spoke directly to my spirit and said, don't worry about it. They don't want anything to do with me either. How tragic. An entire group of probably 20 churches and their pastors that just refused to admit that the Holy Spirit was real, that speaking in tongues was a way to communicate with God and have God communicate with you. 
I was never invited back to speak in any of those churches ever again. I found out later several of those churches had to close their doors. Many only had a handful of people attending their services even after 20 years of being in existence. For many of them, the only new additions to their church was when somebody would have a baby. What does all of this have to do with the subject of cast your cares on the Lord? Because that night, I did just that. I'd been trying to please men by pleasing those preachers, to be accepted. But when I decided to put the kingdom first, to win souls for the kingdom of heaven by helping another ministry that was not part of their clique, I was shunned. At first, I was devastated. Was I wrong? Should I go back and apologize? But the more I prayed about it, the answer from the Lord was very clear. Leave those things behind. Continue to press towards the mark of your high calling in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Amen. And do you know, when, when that download came to me, while I was praying in tongues, bless God, at that point, I cast the entire thing over onto the Lord and have never looked back again. And now our ministry is thriving. Almost every single one of those churches in that group have closed. I'm not happy they're closed, not at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm not pleased about that at all. The point I'm trying to make is this. If you will pray in tongues and communicate with the Holy Spirit, He will guide you. He will direct your steps. He will make sure you complete your mission that He has for you. When you understand that, you can cast all your cares over on him, and he will take care of them for you. Then you will be free to follow him and accomplish your mission on this earth. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, every person hearing my voice right now has some cares that they are worried about, praying about, wondering about. But Lord, I pray they just cast them over on you. You are able to handle it. You can take that burden off of this person right now. They just have to give it to you. And when they ask for your help and give the burden to you, you receive it, you carry it, you help with it, and then you place your yoke upon them for your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord, that, that you are our Savior, our heavenly brother, our spiritual brother, and you have made us children of thee, most high God. Made us heirs of God with you, joint heirs with you, Christ Jesus. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for that. Father, we praise you for that, all in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. All right, do me a favor. Leave a comment rating down below. If you have a few minutes, share this out on social media far and wide. Someone somewhere needs to hear this this day. Praise God. Be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. And until next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you again. First Thessalonians doesn't change what it says, does it? In verses 4 or 5, it continuously says, always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll talk again tomorrow from a different backdrop with a different setting. Amen.